0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Haunted Heart Podcast.
1: I'm so happy that you're back. I'm disappointed if you're not. But if you're not back, then you're not here to hear my disappointment. So
0: <laughs> so it falls on deaf ears, as it they It really say.
1: does. It really does. As it really does. Say.
0: I learned a new word five seconds ago.
1: Oh, really? What is that?
0: It's. I love how you asked me as though you weren't here when I discovered the word. <laughs> <laughs> so on my word of the day calendar... Uh, the word of the day for today is kith. Kind of like you're saying kith? kiss, but with a lisp. Okay, kith. Uh, kith, and it means familiar friends, neighbors, or relatives, which would be the term that I would use for all of our listeners. So, hello, kith.
1: I don't like that. <laughs> it, it's weird. I don't like it. Kith. Hey, kith.
0: Kith.
1: Hey, kith. I don't... Mm-mm.
0: Hey, all you cool, cool Kith. <laughs>
1: Are <laughs> oh, you cool, Kip? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so there you go. That does Don't
0: say I never educated you on anything cuz there you go. Educational podcast. It
1: is. Word of the day podcast were officially done. Um, podcasting education. in under 2 minutes.
0: Funucation.
1: <laughs> that is that is it. So I hope you guys have uh been enjoying and enjoying and enjoying. Enjoying and enjoying <laughs> enjoying yourselves. Uh, over the past week, hope you had a great uh, great holiday. I hope you had some fun. I know I got some fucking terrible sunburn because I'm white and that it just I don't know. <laughs> I put browning oil on.
0: Why did you do that? I- <laughs> Why did you fucking do that? What would possess you to do that? You are pale as fuck and most of your ancestry is Irish. The other part is German. Yeah, yeah. You don't belong in browning oil. Like, not to be discriminatory, because we're a very inclusive community here, but I'm going to say that you, when it comes to the very specific topic of browning oil, should be discriminated against for that product. They should not sell it to you because it is against your best interest. The fuck possessed you?
1: well because i just want i i don't know it just said that it would you know help help did it it help that it would help did
0: it help you did it in any way help you no no you just wanted to be a tan brazilian goddess
1: i was just trying it out listen i only go out in the sun once a year (laughs) and i just figured hey let me give it a shot right
0: no, you no. don't go straight honey, to the fucking I, browning oil. No. There's preparation for that. I'm
1: about as red as the red lobster, honey. I am serving you cheddar biscuits all day, and it's fine.
0: Damn, no I wish more you did have oil. some cheddar biscuits.
1: I re- would really love some fucking cheddar you biscuits should right now. You make some. But we don't have cheddar biscuits, but you know what we do have? We do have some patrons.
0: We My do. My God.
1: My God. I am so, so, so. So thankful for all of your support, um, and but, I'm so is Katie. <laughs> but I'm not. But I'm not. Fuck all, y'all.
0: <laughs> I
1: realized how that sounded. I am. I out. <sighs> <laughs> we are. We are. We are so thankful for your support. Um, you know, and especially during this crazy time, like we said uh, before uh, on other episodes, please make sure that you're taking care of yourself first and you know mm-hmm. and and your family and your needs um but but thanks we, for the generosity for girl we girl? love it we love it
0: you love it we love I it i love it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i love it all right let's get this show on the road with some invitations we do. We do you want to go invocate. first this week
1: yes i do want to go first this week you actually take the lead. i am i'm going to take the lead i'm going to grab my things here uh First, we have a very beautiful soul by the name of Tiffany E., who is a member of our Stay Spooky Squad.
0: All right. And you know what, girl? This must be bringing on because we have built quite the squad. Next up, we have another squad Stay Spooky squad member, and her name is Amber S. The S stands for Spooky.
1: Spooky. All right, my loves Our candles, your candles are lit All of our candles are lit But yours uh, will light our way through this episode Because you never know how dark it can be um, But forever and always in our dark, 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 dark little hearts So thank you again And if you want your own invocation You can actually head on over to our Patreon Patreon.com slash The Haunted Heart and see what we got for you there lots of bonus content spooky stuff you know figure it out you're smart people so it's
0: 2020 we believe in you
1: it is 2020 unfortunately (laughs) definitely
0: all right so what do we have today i i don't really know please let me know i
1: don't really know um
0: that's good. That's always a good sign. That's always <laughs> how you know it's going to be a great episode. I, I, I just
1: don't really know. You know, I was. Um, all right. No, it is. It is, a, it is a, a Kenny episode this week. Um, so I don't really know what that means at this point. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it means I, just, I, don't know means. I just don't know what that means. I just don't know what that means. I feel you like better pull up. that no.
0: fucking Google Drive, bitch. But I feel
1: like I just feel like. You know, when it's a Katie episode, they know that it's going to be either dark or twisted or like, do you they? know, I feel like they do, do they or at least I do. Okay. Like, I, I feel like when it's your episode, I'm usually either I'm going to be brutally depressed or severely mind fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, or
0: in the case of last week, both. <laughs> <laughs> both. <That> it's true. <laughs> that
1: is true. Um. So I don't know. I just find shit to talk about. And that's this episode today.
0: That's the art of podcasting.
1: That is the art of podcasting. Just finding shit to talk about. Um, but no, for this week's subject, I was really just just trying to deliver content. You know, being a content creator is hard. And it's very, very strenuous on your mind and your spirit. So take what you get. With Feel,
0: bad <laughs> Feel bad for us. Feel bad for us.
1: I need sympathy.
0: There's like first responders and like frontline medical folks, and we're like, it's hard to be a content creator. (laughs) Ridiculous. Listen,
1: yes. In a way. (laughs) Um well, but like nobody tells you how fucking exhausting not doing anything is nowadays. You know? Like I don't know about other people, but for me, I've never been more exhausted in my life than I have during quarantine.
0: Yeah, I think it's there's something to do with the collective just depression of the entire world, and mm. also the fact that we're poised on the edge of oblivion. That's just really taken the taking the wind out of a lot of people's sails. But the, the one piece of advice I would give you is just try to get up and do something active at least once a day, because it's true, with energy, if you don't use it, you lose it. So if you aren't moving around and doing something active, then your body just kind of says, "We don't need this energy," and then you're just, uh, and then you're just a lump.
1: Well, wow. <laughs> call me a lump. It's <laughs> hard for me to even stay up past midnight. I'm more like a fucking uh, early evening werewolf now. I've come to find.
0: So. <laughs> Were- werewolf aging gracefully.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs>
0: That would be the most amazing Instagram handle. (laughs) Werewolf aging gracefully. Somebody create that. I need that.
1: Shit, I might eventually. Give me a couple years. (laughs) Uh, So when I started thinking about, like, isolation and confinement, it sort of naturally drew me into the subject of our prison system.
0: Oh, what a great uplifting topic. It is.
1: It is. It is great. Um, And then I thought, well, I've been to prison and not the kind (laughs) that you find in Pornhub, all, um, although there, there is a particular video uh, that does pop up on Twitter porn of a well-endowed tattooed man in what I can only assume to be a high-risk prison cell. But no, 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 no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about haunted prisons and specifically one of the most haunted ones in America,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: Eastern State penitentiary
0: oh yay this will be fun
1: yes I figured you know we talk a lot about people uh, in you know cases and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but it's rare that we ever talk about like actual buildings or places Mm -hmm. you know and those tend to fare really well um, in particular that one episode that you did of the when you went to Scotland Um, oh yeah really fun really fun so I figured
0: that was fun it was totally worth the trauma (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes,
1: so some may recall that this past October I actually had the opportunity to tour this place And it's located in the great home of the cheesesteak We love a good cheesesteak
0: I thought you were going to stop at cheese and I was like, it's not in Wisconsin No, it's in the title steak. where it is thought we were going to have another one of those incidents where you where you, uh, we're not you referenced talk about a that. canyon we're in not, Nevada We're
1: not going to talk about in that
0: Arizona.
1: We're not going to. Why would you do that? Uh, you know how I feel. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I need to insert that Kim Kardashian
0: shit. <laughs> oh, that will be good. We can get sued by Kim Kardashian. Love it.
1: Oh, God. Uh, no, the, the, the cheesesteak. We love a cheesesteak. I oh, I love God, everything love on mine. Some oil cake. and vinegar on that shit. Hell, yeah. Fucking give oil me Oil and vinegar. The here's how you
0: got to do it. Oil and vinegar. Mayonnaise. Caramelized onions, mushrooms, mm. extra meat. Always got to go for the extra meat. Yeah, toast it. Delicious.
1: Very good. Yes. Very good. Yes. Um, so I'll get into a little bit about my experience later, but I kind of just wanted to dive into the history of Eastern State, its architecture, because that was that's a really important part of it, uh, and then my overall thoughts on the site as a whole.
0: Oh fancy. Yums. We're an architecture We're podcast now. We're an architecture now. podcast now. Everybody get out your reading glasses and pull them to the edge of your nose so that we can all be fancy.
1: <laughs> Listen, my grandfather was an architect. I thought for I thought actually for a moment that I was going to do that. I took a drafting class once in high school.
0: I could see that actually.
1: I took a drafting class once mm-hmm. in high school. It was um I I thoroughly enjoyed it, the drawing and, like, that part of it, but then when we started doing, like, the computer-generated stuff, I was out.
0: When the measurements have to line up, (laughs) it just is not a thing, because we're very organic people, much like when we tend to, uh, like, when we we go to do a makeup look, so to say, like, we start with one idea in mind, and then we make a series of mistakes, Uh which actually end up shaping the final project much like this podcast in itself a series of mistakes yep just lead to whatever it is that is created so i definitely could see where if i was trying to build some shit based off of like your fucking schematics (laughs) (laughs) and like there's like six feet off on like a corner or like a wall it's it's like "Hmm, we'll put a curtain there (laughs) we'll put a (laughs) a a curtain curtain there
1: um yeah no once you start getting into the like formulas and having to input formulas into computer systems to form a shape i'm like "Mm -mm, yeah i'm out bruh so so
0: the second it becomes one bit difficult (laughs) yeah yeah no yeah
1: pretty much yes um which is the story of my life
0: our lives
1: uh yes yes and this (laughs) podcast the days of our lives so when you when you think of modern day prisons, you kind of think what like structure, order, systems that are very lawful and disciplined. But prior to 1829, that really wasn't the case. A lot of places really ran amok with sickness, corruption, prostitution—very much how they still are today.
0: Amok, amok,
1: amok, 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 and they were just kind of very chaotic. And in 1790, Dr. Benjamin Rush was one of uh, Philadelphia's civic leaders and also, learn this, signer of the Declaration of Independence, hmm. uh, founded the, and this ironic. Is great.
0: Very ironic. <laughs> Declaration of Independence versus uh, uh-huh. servitude and imprisonment.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you're, I, I, I absolutely love this name for what they, they founded. It was the Philadelphia Society for Alleviating the Miseries of Public Prisons.
0: <laughs> Into it <laughs> sounds like we could use them nowadays.
1: For for real,
0: it's a lot of misery in the prison system.
1: Uh huh. And oh well.
0: There's hello, the truck.
1: There's yeah. Always there for you. Always there. Um. So Rush was very anti-capital punishment. He believed that things like public punishments were counterproductive, and you know, instead, proposed things uh, that. You know, we're better, like confinement and isolation, labor and religious reform. Cool. You know, Uh, because that's a totally suitable uh, alternative.
0: I mean, I guess you ain't dead, but you might want to (laughs) be.
1: Probably. You may also find another name as a member to this group, uh, our boy Benjamin Franklin. He loves joining groups, apparently. I've come he to does. find that out. He
0: was a committee guy. He loved He was a on group. a lot of uh, like weird, random committees uh-huh. for things i'm looking I'm not, at i don't you. really think he knew what was going on in any of them <laughs> i think he just like liked to have all he was the club girl from high school like he, he was. was the girl with all the clubs she was in beta she was in 4h she was on the debate team <laughs> honey she was doing it she was in the school plays she was she was on it. what's that uh um, played a couple agriculture
1: sports. club what do they call that farm future don't. farmers
0: Oh, uh, Future Farmers of America. Yeah, FFA.
1: FFA on that.
0: I always got jealous of their field trips because they got to go to like fucking state fairs and shit. Yeah, and I always wanted to go and get candy apples. You know, one time apples.
1: I actually joined uh, Deca.
0: Did you really? I joined I, Deca. I think I knew in that isn't that for like business. Uh huh. Like future business people. <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. hey, hey, <laughs> using it.
1: CEOs over here. Love yeah, no, it. I joined Deca specifically for the field trip. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, was the field trip for DECA? Um, the field trip for DECA was to a I think it was to like a state fair <laughs> or some bullshit.
0: The fuck? How is they how are they going to a state I mean, I get it for the future farmers of mm. America, but like what the fuck is DECA doing at the state fair? Was everybody just going to the state fair? Probably. Damn, I was in the wrong club. <laughs> Beta Beta did not take me to a fair. I it think took it was me a to Florida. State
1: fair. I think it was a state fair. Um I went for the field trip. And then after that, I was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you want to? Got to. They're like, meetings next week. And I'm like, OK, oh, see you there. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, joined a lot of groups. Uh, looking at you, Hellfire Club. Uh, yeah. And so this group actually exists to this day. Um, but 31 years after its founding, the Pennsylvania legislator uh, approved the funding to build the Eastern State Penitentiary. OK. So we've got this funding, and now we've got this sort of like Hunger Games-style fight to the death on who gets to design this prison. Our victor ends up being an English architect by the name of John Haviland, who was a fan of neoclassical architecture.
0: America loves her neoclassical architecture. Yeah. I feel like America, particularly this this period of time cuz what year is it like 8 mid 1800s we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. love it we just thought it was the classiest thing and we were like put some columns on it columns make it on classy. everything put some columns on it i want nude statues i want columns i want everything painted white please
1: yeah and that's kind of the style that it's defined by it's kind of simplistic um very non-ornamental in a sense and heavily inspired by like you know greek
0: yeah. architecture that's
1: what's classy because right. that is classy it classy yeah but. and and symmetrical that was also a, a piece everything's really symmetrical when it comes to that got it um so our guy john wins the contract and he gets a whopping total of one hundred dollars for his design
0: amazing i bet um, that was a lot of money in that time I mean, it doesn't sound mm,
1: mm, mm. i don't <laughs> I I don't don't think think it was that much I don't don't think so He got $100 and then on top of that His rival architect for the commission Was chosen to oversee the construction of it
0: Damn Ain't that some shit They were like let's cause the drama They They were were like drama city Uh,
1: They were They were Uh, That's like I don't know that's just so shady to me They're like we're gonna take your design Here's $100 and we're gonna get some other guy To oversee it
0: That's funny Oh, I looked it up by the way. Uh, looked what up? W- the value of a hundred dollars back in that time period was around like, it was around like twenty five hundred dollars. Huh. Which still doesn't like. That doesn't mean, sound like a lot if for you're building, a building like
1: the major like a major fucking. Yeah, like feature. building. Yeah. Uh, mm. You would
0: think it would be a little more. Yeah. So.
1: You would think. Um, so in 1822 construction begins. This other architect fucks off somewhere. I I don't really know why. Um, he just leaves the project, and John ends up overseeing his project in the end. So that sounds suspicious. They were very rivals, much. you say? They were rivals. They
0: were rivals. That sounds suspicious.
1: It sounds very suspicious. Could you imagine the drama channels back then?
0: uh, absolutely there would be like a million million videos it's
1: not a drama channel it's like a fucking they've got like quill and fucking
0: it's a drama telegram (laughs) it's a drama telegram circuit (laughs) you just have
1: someone shouting out from the streets they're holding a lantern and then they're just like spilling the tea
0: (laughs) hear ye hear ye ye. come and hear come forth and hear the spilt tea (laughs) I love it So I'm starting the show from now on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So John decide, 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 John designed Eastern State kind of like a wagon wheel and that it has seven cell blocks that extend from a center watchtower and are surrounded by these giant 30 foot walls. And these walls were specifically designed to look menacing. Looking at the prison from the outside, it's almost like a Gothic castle that's just right in the middle of modern day Philly and when you see it for the first time it's really intimidating and foreboding and like I said that was the intent the outside was meant to strike fear into people to dissuade them from committing crimes yeah you know, don't commit a crime or else you're gonna you know right. end up behind the walls of this big, you don't want to make it look cool
0: because then everybody's gonna be like robbing people
1: uh-huh uh-huh it's kind of like our, it's kind of like my own emotional walls that I have put up. <laughs> Just big and scary, don't come in. <laughs> um, Dr. Benjamin Rush, this is a quote from him, uh, that's, he says, Let the avenue to this house be rendered difficult and gloomy. Let the doors be of iron and let the grating, occasioned by opening and shutting them, be increased by an echo that shall deeply pierce the soul.
0: He so. sounds like a really happy guy.
1: He's fucking crazy. (laughs) I'm like, okay, okay, Dr. Benjamin Rush. Uh. (laughs) Calm down, Mary. So inside, you really start to see the intention of this particular type of isolation reform known as the Pennsylvania system. The cells were 8 by 12 and about 10 foot high. There was a small opening where guards could send food and work materials through. They had their own individual exercise quote, yards, and I use the term loosely because it was really just another cell connected to their own, even down to plumbing. In order to prevent the prisoners from communicating, each cell had their own toilet with pipes that connected down to a center system, as opposed to going from cell to cell, which would have made it easier for prisoners to pass messages. And each cell had a single skylight that they called the Eye of God, because religion was, and still is, used as a tool for reformation. And remember, these were Quakers who were mostly lobbying for the specific belief system. And even the word penitentiary is a derivative of the word penitent. Right. So, for the times, Eastern State was astounding and technologically advanced and was one of the most expensive projects ever completed at about $800,000. So that's why I'm calling bullshit on this hundred dollars that you give to design this,
0: right? Like, blank. yeah. Um,
1: mm-mm.
0: I mean, I'm sure the eight hundred thousand number was was that's that what it a was contemporary back then. Yeah. number?
1: That was back that's then.
0: Like an unfathomable amount of. Money.
1: It cost them eight hundred. It was like just below eight hundred thousand dollars. So crazy. what that is today, I guess you'll you'll look it up for us.
0: Oh, I guess I will. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So um, no, that's you like don't have unfathomable, to though. That's crazy
1: it was a lot it was crazy um so on october 23rd 1829 the prison opened and was set to hold about 250 inmates the first prisoner to be booked into eastern state was a man by the name of charles williams charles was 18 years of age when he was sentenced to two years of confinement for the theft of a watch a three dollar gold seal and a gold key They would have placed a bag over his head as he entered, and he would continue to wear one anytime he was being escorted to or from his cell block, where he wouldn't see anybody, talk to anybody, or do literally anything for two years, except walk out to his exercise yard for one hour a day and read the Bible. No visitors... No singing or whistling, even the guards wore covers over their shoes to prevent excess noise from reverberating off the walls. And the Quakers sort of explain this policy that no prisoner is seen by another after he enters the wall. When the years of confinement have passed, his old associates in crime will be scattered over the earth or in the grave, and the prisoner can go forth into a new and industrious life where his previous misdeeds are unknown
0: interesting theory marcy but i don't think that's how that's gonna work if mm. you literally don't let a human being see another human being for like fucking years you think maybe i mean we could try it out and see how it fucking <laughs> works but uh i don't think it's gonna work well
1: i don't either
0: i'm no psychiatrist mm-hmm. but i don't think it's gonna work out well i'm no dr phil honestly
1: no you're a podcast who
0: among us right Uh, but I don't Dr. Phil's actually
1: listening right now and he's like, Well
0: That's a great idea. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, he would never endorse that. I love Dr. Phil. Yeah, it was just kind of crazy.
1: Like I always just kind of pictured Quakers as these really nice like peaceful people but like while while researching this I couldn't help but to imagine like a fucking big ass Quaker Oats man just pacing the corridors <laughs> and just fucking oh, terrifying. this fucking like prison with like the little booties that you, they make you wear to an open house <laughs> <laughs> or some shit
0: that's funny. Uh, but that would be fucking terrifying. terrifying. Like yeah, like the, a like a twenty foot tall Quaker Oats man. He's just like <laughs> fucking nah. That's what I'm saying. Nah, somebody call Ghostbusters on that shit because it's not gonna happen. Keep
1: me in this cell.
0: <laughs> yeah, give me that bag over my head. I don't want to see. I don't want to look. I don't want to look at the Quaker Oats man. <laughs> Quakers were uh, yeah. I'm surprised because I I mean they. For the most part, everything that you read about, like in history class, um, and even beyond that, really, for the most part, Quakers were nonviolent. They were like they were portrayed as like very chill ass folks.
1: I think what they thought they were doing, was I think, right th- yeah, I think they the had times. good
0: intentions. Like if like we don't want you to associate with the people from your former life, so that you can have rehabilitation. But like. You got to give them somebody to associate with because otherwise they're going to yeah, disassociate, I mean, is how just, that works. You can't
1: just like strip people of their, of everything, their yeah. humanity. It doesn't, really, doesn't really work. Um, so, but while the prison itself wasn't as bad as most other prisons of the time in regards to things like health care and food quality, um, again, we still just found out that isolation. Does not work when you're trying to, quote unquote, reform somebody. Right. Uh, It mostly just equals mental abuse. Yes. And insanity. And the punishments for violating these isolation rules were not pleasant. Although the Quakers banned flogging at the prison, other types of corporal punishment were used. If you were caught communicating with another inmate by, say, tapping on a pipe, You might be denied a few meals or secluded in a dark empty cell for a day or two. Hmm. Or if your infraction was more serious, you were chained to a cell wall or denied a blanket in winter. One prisoner was kept in a dark cell in Irons for 42 days. When a counselor discovered the delirious inmate and gave him some bread and water, that counselor was fired.
0: Discovered like they had fucking lost him. (laughs) Oh.
1: I feel like this was probably like a new counselor and he came in and then he was like, "Okay, he's this like, oh, isn't nice, bad." Man. And then he just like took a wrong turn and discovered this fucking delirious inmate who's been locked in a dark cell and is just shouting random nonsense probably Aww. and he's like, "Um, let me get you some food and water." <laughs> and then the big Quaker <laughs> Oats man finished. comes in and <laughs> he just he doesn't say anything. He just fucking like gives like the s- most He just quakes with rage. Knowledge.
0: <laughs> Fuck! Oh no!
1: And they just like chuck this motherfucker out. They're like, we're not having any of that. Fucking you're kindness. not Eastern
0: State Penitentiary material. Penitent- penitentiary penitentiary. penitentiary.
1: <laughs> fucking kindness. We don't know her. Get yeah. out.
0: No, it's very interesting because it seems like because because they were big on nonviolence what we're seeing is instead of punishment being like flogging or something physical, it's, it's, it is nonviolent technically because you're just isolating somebody, but it's very psychologically damaging. Yes. It's very, by taking, not saying that I'm a proponent of violence, but by turning away from, it's like they kept the, the intensity of it, but they just took it from violence, like flogging or beatings or whatever into psychological warfare in isolating people. Yeah, I mean it's not physical to walls, but, denying you a blanket. It's technically not violence, but it like is very damaging in yeah, the same way.
1: Yeah. And especially with things like they also had something called a shower bath, which was another punishment that was used at the prison. Oh, that sounds nice. Um, oh, yeah, a shower bath sounds great. I love a shower um, especially bath. when you're an inmate and you're stripped to the waist, chained to an outside wall in cold weather, and then doused with cold water. Oh. And if it was cold enough outside, uh, you literally would freeze to death.
0: Well, that's not good. What were no. they going to do when you freeze? What happens then? I don't know. You know, like. What happens?
1: I don't know, girl. I guess you, you've been given to God at that point.
0: Interesting. Um, Maybe like he passed of natural causes.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, even crueler than that was something called the Iron Gag. And this was a five inch piece of metal that fit over the inmate's tongue. And the inmate was also cuffed with his wrists behind him, and a chain was connected from the gag to the cuffs. And if the inmate fought the device and pulled with his arms, the gag was forced deeper into his mouth. And at least one inmate did die from the iron gag. So. Hmm.
0: It's not fun. That's not proper use of gags. That's no. It's not, a, that's not a... <laughs> I I am, feel victimized by that that's not It's not appropriate at all.
1: No, no, it's not. It's no. not. Uh, we don't support that.
0: The Haunted Heart podcast does not support the, the Iron, iron gag. gag specifically.
1: Well, the gag of it all. <laughs> this, this didn't go unnoticed. So eventually people were like, "Hmm, you know, maybe this isn't the best way.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's not.
1: The fucking Quaker Oats man is just standing there and he's just fucking eyeing them down while the person's like, maybe not. He's just like. "Mm."
0: Maybe so. (laughs)
1: Um, Charles Dickens actually visited the prison and uh, he said, the system is rigid, strict and hopeless, solitary confinement. And I believe it in its effects to be cruel and wrong. I hold this slow and daily tampering with the mysteries of the brain to be immeasurably worse than any torture of the oh body. My
0: God, Dickens, Jesus! All you have to say is it's fucked. <laughs> it's fucked. That's it. You can t- tell that this asshole got paid by the word. Um, so yeah. So the 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 thing here is that. By taking the nonviolence out of, or taking the violence out of this and moving towards a nonviolent sort of like penitence that you're making people pay, um, and a nonviolent quote unquote way of punishing people, you're, you're sort of by having somebody in solitary confinement for that long, obviously it has effects on them and their sanity. Yeah. But you're also not really focusing on rehabilitation exactly because by keeping them in solitary like in the real world there's not really you know you have to deal with other people you have to deal with other people around you looking at you you know moving through your space whatever maybe not right now because we're in quarantine we're all going crazy (laughs) but real like other people are part of the experience out in the real world and so by taking that element away for however many years that people are incarcerated you're not teaching them, you're not rehabilitating them on how to interact with people and how to be a functioning member of society. Instead, you're just removing society from them completely and leaving them in a solitary state, which if anything, if they don't go crazy, that's only gonna reinforce their own narcissism. That's Mm -hmm. only going to reinforce their own sense of self. That that's gonna make them less um sympathetic or empathetic with other people's emotions than what other people are going through. And and that in a lot of cases, certainly not all, but in a lot of cases, particularly with violent crime, that is a big issue is that the the person who's committing these acts has a lack of ability to empathize with the people that he or she is perpetrating crimes against right right And yeah. by taking all other people away and all interaction with other people away, you're not you're certainly not helping that.
1: No, not at all, not one bit. Not one bit. And also, it's not like a one-size-fits-all thing. You know what I mean? It's not like everybody just gets to, you know, go into confinement and come out a better person. That's not, like, no. Yeah. Like, it affects people differently, mostly negative, and is not doing anything. Well,
0: yeah, humans in general are very social creatures. And even if, you know, even introverts and people who are naturally sort of standoffish, they still need some sort of social interaction. They still need to have some sort of reinforcement, not even with having a conversation just as basic as like you were saying, they put the bag over their head, over the inmates' right, heads before right. they move them. Just taking away the ability to have someone else see you. Yeah. To ha- to see someone else look at you. Right. Takes away part of your humanity because it, it, it sort of, I could see where over time you would start to wonder am I even really here? hmm yeah. Because seeing other people see you helps reaffirm you. Yeah. Um, that's that's why solitary confinement in the prison system today, because this is actually still used, it's only used as like, well, it's supposed to only be used as uh, one of the most severe forms of punishment because it is so intense yeah. to be by yourself completely yeah. for longer extended periods of time.
1: Yeah. Um, There are no figures on how many people uh, went insane at Eastern State. Um, Prison officials uh, persistently claimed that solitary confinement had no ill effects.
0: (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) mean they didn't keep record of how many people lost their fucking minds? (laughs) No.
1: Well, they just said that they didn't have any. They were like, they're fine.
0: Meanwhile, there's some
1: motherfucker running across. There's an inmate just
0: smashing his fucking skull into the concrete wall. (laughs) He's fine. He's doing fine. No
1: ill effects. Um, But cases of mental illness were frequently attributed to things like excessive masturbation, which what the fuck else are you going to do? Bitch, I'm going to tell you what, like put me on in that damn cell. That fucking eye of God better close because (laughs) he better close that eye, girl, because he ain't going to want to see what's going down in that prison cell. That's all I got to say. If that's the only thing you going to give me that the Bible, (sighs) honey, some freaky shit about to go down. (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. But, I mean, what else are they going to do, right? One inmate lost his mind and died within a few months of incarceration. The prison physician concluded that the inmate, uh, quote, though apparently well on admission, was strongly predisposed to mania.
0: Interesting. Yeah. He Hmm. was
1: fine when he came in, but I guess he was just fucked beforehand.
0: Got it. Yep. I feel like that's us. what they would say about us. It won't us. They might can make that. Case.
1: We didn't do anything. He was just predisposed to go in bad. Oh crazy. yeah,
0: yeah. You know it won't us. We didn't do nothing. What normal person can't take forty-two days of complete solitary confinement, chained to a wall, with no food or water? Yeah,
1: exactly. Who couldn't? Uh, so in 1913, the prison finally abandoned the Pennsylvania method. Disposing of the iron gags and masks. Uh, But by the 1920s, the prison, which was originally meant to hold 250 inmates, was then housing over 1,700.
0: Ah, prison overcrowding.
1: Exactly. So
0: glad we've overcome that problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So it was originally meant to house about 250 people, like I said. They had made... um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not adjustments, but they were making renovations, so they didn't mm-hmm. still have the original, like, 250 cells, but, like, they were still putting, you know, multiple people to a cell and yeah. this. So they did interest- add additional cell blocks, but...
0: Interesting that they abandoned their interest in confining... Prisoners and reinforcing like solitary confinement uh-huh. when they became overcrowded and needed to put more than one prisoner to a cell. Exactly. How funny that those two things just kind of lined up. Uh-huh. They had a philosophical shift uh-huh. and change.
1: You know what? We don't believe in that anymore. It's a <laughs> new us. We don't believe. It's like that Taylor new Swift Year, song us, where she's like, the old Taylor's dead.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's it.
1: So, um, and then, of course, with overcrowding, you see a lot of what? Rioting. Um, lots of riots broke out. Um, several escape attempts were made by about 100 people. Only one inmate was ever successful, a man by the name of Leo Callahan. He literally just built a ladder, climbed it, and <laughs> walked out.
0: Out of the eye of God? <laughs> like, out of the hole? No, I want to assume, I,
1: I wanna assume outside, outside of the prison.
0: Oh uh, okay. He just um, not defense. outside of Nobody the prison, but in the, yard, like, in the yard. In the yard, because it
1: does have a yard around the um, uh, around the cell blocks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume that he just built a ladder and then just put it up and then you know fucking walked out of there. Um, he had about five other people with him and they were all captured, but <laughs> Leo got away. Damn. Uh, and remained at large. Um, he, he was never. They never got him.
0: Damn that fucking dude, man. That's a that's an American tall tale for you. That's a fucking <laughs> folk song.
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: was his name? Leo what Leo Callahan. Leo Callahan.
1: Uh huh. Um, that man
0: said, "I am gonna be free." I just and I can.
1: because the thing is, is that <laughs> a, like one of the main methods of um, escape attempts uh, were to build tunnels, and there are lots of tunnels that uh, exist underneath Eastern State because of. You know, prisoners trying to get out, and so, yeah. like, to me, the idea of fucking sitting there with probably a fucking spoon trying to is just like, girl, just keep me in prison. Like, I ain't even trying that hard, you no, know. But I, but I guess, like,
0: I guess, if you if you were incarcerated like that and you had literally nothing to do, I mean, our prison system today is far from functional. Um, but there is a in most places, there's a bit more structure to. A prisoner's day Mm -hmm. but imagining what things must have been like for for those folks that were there just because of the way that the prison was run yeah i would imagine that building a tunnel or doing something like that even though it's like painstaking and you make like very little progress every day because you're probably working with like a fucking spoon or something like that would give you something to do Yeah. Rather than just sitting there something to do something to strive for. And it almost becomes like, yeah, it is sort of about the escape, or at least it was in the beginning. But now it's just about having something to fucking do.
1: Yeah. I get that. I just really appreciate, you know, the fact that Leo was like, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to build this fucking ladder.
0: How did he keep the fucking ladder hidden? I'm not Like, sure. what the fuck? How quick did he build this ladder? I
1: don't know, but he did, and he got away. I I wa- wanted to say he probably got other people involved. Sounds like an inside job. So that way he, I mean, who knows? Could have been, but he, you know, was never captured, so <laughs> go Leo. Um, and Eastern State hosted a bunch of other famous criminals, most notably Al Capone, uh, notorious bank robber William Francis Sutton, and even women such as Frida Frost, who had been convicted of murdering her husband. So they had women there too. Um, they even had a dog as an inmate. I think I have mentioned this before on another episode, but um, Pep the dog was sentenced for supposedly murdering his wife's beloved cat. So this dog had like a mugshot, a number, and like man that was at sucks the prison. Um. Yeah. So he was a really cute dog too. The picture of him and like his little number. It was really cute. I think. I bet
0: the inmates loved that because they were like, "Yay!"
1: Yeah. I think it's kind of speculated that it was probably done to boost morale to like have a dog around, as opposed to like I'm actually just sentencing Mm. this fucking dog. mm, But I
0: I hope it worked out for him for the dog. I'm I'm worried about him. Yeah. I hope they didn't fuck him i i'm, I'm, j- I'm well so sorry, my mind wasn't going there but, but i just am um, so I'm glad really,
1: that fucking depressing part of katie just i really, really hope finds they didn't her way in, doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> um i don't they think didn't. i don't think didn't they have. didn't they i don't i don't think they did i think the dog had a very nice life uh, yeah. in prison yep anyway yep <laughs> So the prison eventually closed its doors in 1971. The remaining prisoners were transferred to other facilities, and the prison just sort of sat for years as the city grew around it and a forest grew within it. The only thing it housed until the late 80s was a bunch of stray cats that were kept fed by the prisoner's last caretaker.
0: Yes, I love that. That was, vibe. That's what I'm looking for. That's I'm going to be on HGTV uh-huh. on the fucking House Hunters International, and that's going to be me. I'm looking for a an uh, old haunted-ass prison overrun by fucking cats uh-huh. uh, with just trees grown up through yeah. it. That's what I'm looking for.
1: <laughs> that's my budget. Um, that's
0: my... You just find me that, and uh, we'll be fine.
1: It was really cool because years later, after it opened um, to the public and they started doing um, their art installations... In there, there was an artist who went and put in sculptures of cats Yes, throughout the prison to represent the cats that had lived there when they discovered the, or, you know, back then. Love that, but also the, the
0: ghost of that fucking dog was well, pissed.
1: They're called ghosts. Well, they're actually called ghost cats, the ghost cats of Eastern State, uh-huh. um, and I think from what I understand, the cats ended up living there, but they um fix the cats so that they wouldn't be like yeah, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. making more babies and stuff like that and all of that. TSR, all of that. Or T N R
0: trap neuter release.
1: Yeah. So the um artist put these sculptures in different places around the prison and they were made of some sort of um biodegradable material that eventually over time disappeared like the cats. <laughs> It's but kind of sad.
0: Wouldn't the whole point of putting a statue of the cat there be well, because, to memorialize its spirit so that it's
1: always well? Because it was to, it, I guess, it wasn't necessarily to memorialize, but it was to we just to sort do of it reflect again. on the fact that you know you had this like, and I think it was like a significant amount of cats that lived here for the, at this time and then because the fact that they just all like lived their lives and died out here that that was kind of the whole point of the art piece. So it ends up being kind of sad. Um because I didn't see the statues when I was what there. The fuck? So I think by then it had it had disappeared, but
0: Can somebody put some real fucking statues of these cats up? I'm really worried about them. It was beautiful. It's dumb. <laughs> the way she's it's looking dumb. at me. It was dumb. Um, I mean, I get it, but like they left once, so then I would think that you would build a statue to memorialize them so that they would all there would always be a lasting impression of them there, but then to have the lasting impression of them fade away to nothingness is just like wow <laughs> you really we should really check on that guy like. <laughs>
1: So anyway, a task force we just don't was- watch it
0: die again like that would be Pretty like much. if you died and I was really sad and then I built like a like a you yeah. to memorialize you that each day like like just sort of like faded away like more and more and then I get to like watch you die another time like I don't understand <laughs> that's fucked I would not have given that guy a grant I'd be like, how would you put a concrete statue of some fucking cats up? <laughs> Well, but also, I don't
1: think that, like, they can, because it's a historical landmark, I don't think they can make any, like, permanent changes
0: like that. Man, fuck that. Them cats live there. Shit. That was their home. I don't know specifically. Let's get back to talking about the people who fucking lived there.
1: Well, so anyway, like I said, we're in the 80s. (laughs) This task force was created uh, to go in and preserve the building as it was, by that time, like I said, a historic landmark. And in 1994, it opened up for its first historic tours on a daily basis and has only continued to grow in popularity since then. And obviously, it's not just the architecture and history that attracts visitors. Eastern State is known to be one of the most haunted locations in the U.S. While they didn't practice capital punishment, it was home to its fair share of murders, including um, both inmates and guards, as well as others who died from disease and old age and that fucking horrible gag thing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) freezing to death, you know
1: um dozens of paranormal investigators flock to the prison every year in order to catch a glimpse of an unruly spirit who may be bound to the prison even in death and these claims have been made since the 40s cell block 12 is known for echoing voices and cackling block number six is notorious for hosting an ominous black shape And it was in cell block four where the most notorious sighting happened. A man by the name of Gary Johnson who was helping maintain the crumbling old locks at the prison. What kind of job that is? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What an interesting (laughs) career path.
1: I'm maintaining these crumbly locks um, at this prison that isn't being used anymore. Um, In the early 90s, he had just opened an old lock in cell block four four, when he says a force gripped him so tightly that he was unable to move. He described a negative, horrible energy that exploded out of the cell. He said tormented faces appeared on the cell walls and that one form in particular beckoned to him. Hmm. And even during haunt season, when the prison turns into terror behind the walls... The creatures who are paid to do the scaring often end up getting more than they bargained for. Creative director and general manager of Terror Behind the Walls, Amy Holloman, has been working at Eastern State for 13 seasons and had her first paranormal experience ever at this site. She says, Prior to that, I had been a skeptic about paranormal activity. I wasn't the kind of person hoping to find ghosts or assuming there were ghosts. All of a sudden, in the back area of the room we were in, we started to hear these sounds, like a person was stamping something, and then moving a paper over repeatedly. Then we heard the sound of a cup move. These were independent sounds that lasted for 15 seconds. It doesn't seem like that long of a time, but imagine if something is terrifying you, it's pretty long. I literally learned what the word petrified meant. I was frozen stiff. Holloman also works with the actors as part of her job, and two different ghostly accounts from two different actors uh, certainly sent chills up her spine. According to many ghost investigators, Cell Block 12 is one of the hottest paranormal spots on site, she reveals. An actor says to me one year, Amy, I can't work on the top floor of Cell Block 12 anymore. Can you move my spot? She asks him why, and he replies, There's a ghost up there. When I was at the edge of the cell block, it looked like this woman was running towards me, screaming, and once she got close to me, she turned around and ran back. Holloman thought this account was weird, um, but just switched his spot. Three years later, a totally different actor comes to her with a similar story about the second floor of Cell Block 12 being haunted. You'll never believe this, but I think it was a banshee. It was flying down the cell block towards me, screaming, and then turned back. Holloman says of the second actor's story.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, some pretty interesting uh, coincidences there. Um, but despite these accounts, even Eastern States staff have a few skeptics in their ranks who haven't actually seen or heard ghosts like the director of interactivity for Terror Behind the Walls, Jennifer Tomzak. I tell people that I do not believe in ghosts, but I look for them during my evenings working as a performer, she says. Tomzak has been with Eastern State for 14 season and seasons and has never seen anything, quote, manifest in physical form, but admits that she's had odd sensations now and then. My head throbbed and I felt cold and queasy while standing in three locations.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: warden's office, the very back section of Klondike, which were punishment cells, and near a pipe closet on the second floor of Death Row. Mm-hmm. Tomzak says she openly invites ghostly creatures to hang out with her while working. She says, I openly welcome an apparition's companionship during my long nights in the crumbling cell blocks, she admits. <laughs> 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 Girl, really? Interesting. Mm, oh no.
0: So obviously, she sounds like she wants it, though. She sounds like she wants it so she bad wants to that it's not. Yeah, she, she wants it so bad. She
1: wants it. She's like,
0: come on. She's like, come on, ghosts. Please, come on. Come on. <laughs> so um, with
1: that, obviously, you know, and with any paranormal experience, you're going to have skeptics and you're going to have believers. Um, but for me, I didn't personally feel anything negative when I was there. Um, it may not have been spirits, but the prison but the prison did speak to me. Um, they host art exhibitions that are based on a variety of subjects involving prison life, from queer perspectives, um, especially in the trans community. An inmate by the name of Isaac Hall was incarcerated for eight years for the crime of consensual sex with a same-sex partner.. Hmm. But what's interesting is that, it's noted their alias was written as Lady Washington. So it's suspected that they may have been referring to their gender identity. Hmm. It's not confirmed, but on all records, Isaac, this Isaac person was listed as an alias, or Lady Washington was listed as this person's alias. Interesting. Um Dehanza Rogers has an exhibit titled hashtag Black Girlhood that brings to light the school to prison pipeline that so many experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Held uses his art to speak on stripping people of their identities by placing a fully stripped down car inside one of the cell blocks. Mm. Um, There's a piece called Photo Requests from Solitary, which invites people who are currently in solitary confinement to request photos of anything. And guests can submit photographs to help fulfill those requests. Um, And one of my absolute favorite pieces was one called Chorus. Chorus. And the artist, Jess Perlitz, went around to different prisons and asked men and women if they could sing one song and have that one song heard, what would it be? And you sit in this cell and you hear a voice begin to sing. And then slowly and slowly, a new song and a new voice is layered over top the next until you're eventually left with this chaotic, almost maddening, but still immensely beautiful work of art i literally wept in this room it Mm. was i i stood there my mom was like all right i'm gone bye and i'm like in the middle like holding my mouth like
0: (laughs) yeah you told me about this after like right after you went you told me about this particular exhibit it was i would like to it was
1: really powerful for me i don't know how it is for other people but it was something about because it comes towards the I believe it comes towards the end and then so for me it was when you take into account that these cell blocks were meant to be like everything was meant to be quiet like you weren't allowed to whistle you weren't allowed to sing you weren't allowed to do anything and to just have these voices and yes like I said as it as it goes on it just becomes like this weird like meshing of right. like words like and, unrecognizable and songs that you can't really like you reckon like you can't recognize it but you can like right. you get bits and pieces of what yeah the songs are saying but it's it just it was the most that was probably the most haunting i have e- like that was that was my haunting at eastern mm-hmm. state um but beautiful art exhibits like mm-hmm. really powerful really moving art exhibits um so To kind of close in what I'm saying, I have to really um, applaud the people behind Eastern State on not making ghost tours the focal point. Right. You know, that's going to naturally drive people in regardless. And it's almost like they're able to take that and say, okay, while you're here looking for creepy shit, you're going to get some knowledge. Right. And there are so many other installations and messages that they speak to. Uh, as you tour the grounds, but the overall message for me was that you don't come here and learn about ghosts. You come here and you learn about humans who, for whatever reason, have found themselves assigned a number and a cell block. And I understand that there are horrible people who do horrible things and deserve appropriate corrective actions, but the brush isn't so broad. And some of us are only one situation away, one skin tone lighter from being swept up in that stroke. And it's our humanity that makes us who we are. That is our eye of God. Mm-hmm. And it's up to us to use that to fight the stigmas, fight the injustices, and fight for true reform. Because at the end of the day, those walls, those big 30-foot walls that are so scary and separate us, aren't as tall as we believe. And that was a huge message that that I felt was given to me when I toured when I toured the prison they had so many different they had an interactive experience where they went and um, they had these letters that people who regular people toured Mm -hmm. Um, and and some were from some were from people that had toured um, the building some were from actual inmates and they were stories of like things that people have done Right. And you look at the letters and you have to guess which one is from a prisoner and which one was from someone who just toured the place. Hmm. And it has a little button beside it. And you guess, like, is this from a, from an inmate, from someone who is currently incarcerated, or is this from someone who is free? And there was some fucked up shit hmm. written, you know, by people who are most likely probably still out and about because it's all anonymous. Right. Um but it's things like that that they really they really got you thinking and it was just I can't speak highly of um of the tour. And plus the tour guide was fucking um it was an audio tour and it was uh presented by Steve Bushimi. Like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta go i'm like steve Buscemi. Fucking steve buscemi like we love it fucking love hell love yeah. to
0: see it how funny
1: um and i found out i think that there was a movie that he might have been in or something that was the reason and they used uh, okay. part of it that for makes sense. for eastern state and i think that's why that they have him there i don't i'm not sure yeah interesting but,
0: i don't yeah. need any context for that i think it's funny yeah steve, steve buscemi, buscemi.
1: I was like, it was so random. I walked up and I started the tour and it's just like you look down at the little plate that tells you like, this is where you start your tour. And then there's just a picture of Steve Buscemi.
0: <laughs> That's the
1: scariest thing in the whole fucking prison. Right? I was half expecting the fucking Quaker Oats man staring back there.
0: He just busts out through the cardboard standee of Steve Buscemi. That's
1: what I would do. I'm gonna tell you what, if I was the fucking director of Terror Behind the Walls, I'd end it that way. I just have a fucking big ass fucking Quaker Oats Hell man yeah. right there at the end. Hell yeah. Fucking. Just watching you. So.
0: But that's my story today. Interesting. On Eastern
1: State. Um, like I said, I didn't experience anything negative there. I actually found it to be quite peaceful. It was somber, but um, I never felt anything like grip me negatively while right. I was there.
0: Right.
1: Um, hmm. So. But I would like to go back.
0: I would like to go. I would like to go and see, you know, what it's all like, especially with those art exhibits. It's really cool that they seem to be through through the tour and through the art exhibits. They're sort of taking this thing, like you said, that could be so one-dimensional of, like, go on the ghost tour, which a lot of, I mean, the best ghost tours honestly do incorporate some sort of transformative and historical information. Yeah. So the best ghost tours – actually do that but I like that you know instead of going for maybe what would be really easy um, they're sort of putting the effort in to create a transformational experience and to kind of put you in a space to to think critically about the way that we approach our prison system today because it is very much still broken Mm -hmm. um, in different ways and that there is you know there is the school to prison pipeline Mm -hmm. where You know, like like we were saying when we were talking about uh, the goal of reform being teaching somebody the tools and skills and socialization uh, that they need to have in order to to mesh back in with society and be a functioning you know member of society who can be proud of themselves and who can also interact with others um, in a in a functional way as opposed to a dysfunctional way. Um, Yep. That. Is still something that we are missing in our prison system today. It's very rare to, um, in fact, I can't even think of an example of a prison where that is sort of the the norm that you, that right. that the goal is reforming truly, and it's about educating and you make, making sure there's a whole. We could do an entire episode just on that. We could probably do several episodes just on that of talking about the various ways in which the prison system's failing us today. Um, but there are systemic issues of racism. There are systemic issues of class classism. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people who were ending up in that revolving door when it comes to you know going to prison, getting out, going right back in, a lot of those folks come from similar economic background and the opportunities to have a life outside of that just weren't either, either they weren't there or they weren't bright enough or they, you know, it's, it's very easy to say, um, you know, that, that people aren't just trying hard enough. um, But I think it's, it's an entirely different thing and a much more difficult thing to, understand and understand that the system is broken and find a way to approach, you know, fixing that. Cause it is a really complicated problem. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And it's interesting that you bring up classism because like I mentioned with uh, Al Capone, the, the famous Al Capone, like when you go to see his cell and how his cell was set up was completely different from everybody else's. Yeah. He, I mean, he had fucking rugs, lamps, like he was completely outfitted. Right. right. <laughs> like it looks like a fucking like, Nice ass fucking Airbnb. Yeah, to be honest, and yeah. um, so it, I mean, even back then, that was still that was still apparent, and it still continues to this day. Yeah, for and sure. I think like the U.S. has what like two point three million people currently incarcerated. It's like something more than it's I mean more than any place in the world. Yeah, it's crazy, so. and
0: and prisons are very overcrowded. We're sending folks to prison for um all kinds of crazy things that that really. Yeah. You know, not to get political because the whole world is too political nowadays, but there's a there's a lot going on. Um, there is actually I did want to look up. I didn't plan this because I didn't know what you were talking about, but there's actually a really cool um, books to inmate program that I have been associated with. So I'm just going to look it up really quickly so I can share that information. Um, yeah, it's called Bookum. Which is kind of ironic. Um, it's called Bookem. It's based out of Pittsburgh. It's basically a books to prisoners system. You can find them at um, Bookem, which is B O O K E M P A dot org. Uh, but it's basically this organization that collects books um, and distributes books to prisoners to help with the sort of like educational element of reform, which a lot mm-hmm. of times is very difficult. I mean, Luckily a lot of prisons have GED programs and things like that um and like skills-based education programs um that prisoners can um can take if they're interested in but the bookem program is just really cool and it seems to be run by by decent folks so check that out and uh you can participate even if you're not in PA but yeah you know check it out yeah
1: well I guess you can tell us where yeah. they can check us out. Check <laughs> us out too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the Honda Outside
1: your window looking at you at night like the fucking Quaker Oats man.
0: Bitch, I can't stay awake for that. We didn't already talked about how we are old biddies now that are like <laughs> how we are uh, werewolf aging gracefully. Yeah. Um, No, uh, you can find us on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. We are also on Facebook. Check out our closed Facebook group. If you're not in there, I mean, where are you, girl? Where the fuck you at? Where are you? We've been waiting. Uh, just search the Haunted Heart Podcast on Facebook. You will find our page if you'll give us a like there. You can also recommend us if you want. Um, it's kind of like rating, but just for Facebook. You know, Facebook got to have its own names for everything. Uh-huh. But you will also find our closed Facebook group. It's closed just for your privacy. It's not that we don't want to be social. We love you, we want you in the group. But we just need you to uh, request to join. And then either Kenny, myself, or a member of our Murder Mod Squad will approve you. And then you can access all the cool horror memes, true crime memes, good conversation. Everybody in our Facebook group is cooler than us. So there you have it. Yeah. uh we're also on patreon as you said uh patreon.com slash the as kenny said at the top of the episode um if you've listened to the backlog of episodes and you need more content you can always find it there um tears start at like a dollar a month
1: dollar makes us holler <laughs> <laughs> haven't said that in a while
0: you haven't we missed it yeah i think that's it is that everywhere we are I mean, yeah, fucking reviewers. You know, you know
1: I'm going to come in and tell you to fucking review. us get Please on that fucking us. app, fucking podcast, whatever. Get on that fucking Look, app. Look, make us
0: it. laugh. We need to. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he needs to. Specifically, Kenny needs to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, are you going to close? Should, should you close us this out? This should week? I close us out? I know out? I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, here. I can.
0: I, I certainly can. I mean, so I'm just going to say to all our kith. <laughs> as we learned at the top of the episode i need like a like a sound like a cool sound there like PBS playhouse the word of the day
1: fucking mike tyson like Give
0: <laughs> giveth a kith <laughs> um yeah to all our kith our friends family relatives and neighbors uh we wish you well we hope that your quarantine isn't feeling like a prison sentence uh, get up, do something like active if you can. Try to keep your mental space together. Do, try to do one thing a day that is just for you um, that makes you feel good about yourself, whether that is being productive or whether that is creating a piece of art or whether that's doing some writing or whether that is uh, doing like a dumb dancing video, fitness video on TikTok. YouTube.
1: TikTok, do it. Or TikTok. Video.
0: Yeah, sure. Sell your face to China. Do what you want. <laughs> Um, But just try to do something each day that's for you. And until next time, stay. Mm, nope. <laughs> I completely and... fucked that one. <laughs> and until next time, stay, stay spooky. And watch out for the Quaker Oats, man.